to the Kick and Post YouTube channel. It's your host, Samar Thompson. I don't know if y'all saw that. Y'all probably saw that. I just dropped the book in the background because it's draft time, baby. What's good, Chris? What's up, man? How's it going? I am doing fantastic. And we gave y'all picks 1 through 16 already. We're not going to really revise. If y'all want that, click the card on the video. We'll throw the link up so you guys can check the first 16 picks out. But we're coming back with 17 through 32 so we can finish up this first round mock draft for y'all. Yes, sir. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. So I don't remember who went first last, but... It don't, it don't matter. Your name starts with an A, so you got to go first. Bet. Okay, so we're going elementary school style. Got it. With the 17th pick in the NFL draft, if I were the Chargers, I would be trading this pick to get me some Debo Samuel love, but we're not doing trades. Okay, fair enough. I'm going Chris Olave, Ohio State wide nice. receiver. I feel like this is a bit of playing defense by playing offense. Um, they know that the back end of the draft is going to be a lot of wide receivers. Kansas City is going to be looking for wide receiver prospects back there. Green Bay is going to be looking for wide receiver prospects back there. Even Buffalo looking to add some depth at wide receiver. So why not take one of the best prospects on the board? It is a need of yours as well, seeing that you have Chris. Uh, I was about to say Chris. You're not. You're not <laughs> the receiver. Um, seeing that you have Keenan Allen, um, who's an aging wide receiver. You're prospects you tried to draft last year haven't panned out josh palmer not really doing much um you re-sign mike williams give that boy justin herbert some more weapons and let him go so i think chris Olave would be a That's great true. fit all right i don't disagree with that but i don't have chris Olave at that spot for my 17th pick i got the chargers sewing up that offensive line with charles cross falling to them because he is a top 10 talent but I don't think he'll get dropped in the top 10 due to positional needs for other teams. So I don't see how you pass him up at 17. And I honestly don't even see him making the 17. Like you said earlier, we're not doing trades. If he's on the board past 10, someone's going to trade for him. It's just facts. He's way too good. So 17 is um Charles Cross. Yeah. I do believe that the Chargers would do well with adding to their offensive line. I just also believe he's going to be gone by that point. Um, I'm not going to give y'all any gems. If y'all want to see where I thought he went, check out the last video. Um, <laughs> but let's slide right to the Eagles. With an edge rusher that has been getting a lot of love lately, in a lot of mocks he's going top 10, maybe top 12. And that's Jermaine Johnson out of FSU. Also a last chance wait, U wait. alum. Wait, wait, wait. What you mean? Can I, can, I, can I stop you? Go ahead. Is um I don't know if this is our first pick. might not be. So definitely check the first mock draft. But I have him at 18-2. I just want you to, put, want you to know that. Wait, so we're wait. on the same level. Okay, we're we have him. Okay, I like yes, that. Sir. I like that. Okay, yeah. I feel like the Eagles need to add a bit of edge help. Um, he's an elite talent. If you went back and saw his story with Last Chance, um, I'm pretty sure he was like a top 10 prospect out of high school. Uh, I don't remember where was the first college he went to before he ended up. I think it was Oregon. And then he fell into some trouble and had to go play Juco. Went bananas, yeah. of course. He shouldn't be down there. Um, and then went to FSU. Obvious reasons. Balled out and, you know, has a potential to be the highest draft, the last chance you prospect in the history of the show, which I was a huge last chance you fan. I'm not sure if you watched that series on Netflix. I've watched like one episode. I didn't really fall into it like everybody else, to be honest. Bro, I just love the idea of guys getting a second chance. I mean, I'm not going to tell you to give the show a second chance, but I've watched every season. <laughs> And I, I got, I got, it was good. It was good. And then when you dive deeper into some of these guys' stories, even post-show, some stuff gets real crazy. But um, I think Jermaine Johnson will help them on that on that line. 
pretty yeah. day one for sure. I think he's that type of athlete. And what's your what's your take? Because obviously you agree that he'll be out he'll be out there for the Eagles. I mean, yeah, you take the best off the board remaining. Um, you get a positional need, day one starter for them. Um, I I don't see how you miss with this. Like, it's an obvious choice if he's on the board. Now it's the same thing with Cross. I don't think he'll last this long, but if he does, great pick. Um, great direction Eagles are headed towards. So I like it, you know, all around. Okay, okay. So we're sliding to pick 19. Um, I want you to go first. Who do you think the New Orleans Saints are targeting right here? I know who the New Orleans Saints are targeting, and he probably will fall to them because he's horrendous. He's buns. You know who I'm talking about. Trevor yes. Penny sucks. Okay. I'm sorry. I saw the film from Senior Bowl. Bro can't block. He's big as hell, can barely move his feet, like, and he's struggling against these senior bowl edges. Like, not to say that they're not good, but when you get Miles Garrett long arms on you, when you get actual rushers coming at you, it's going to be no fun for him. It's, he's going to get his NFL awakening every week. Like, we're going to be in week 17. He's still struggling. I can already see it. But they have to replace, um, what's his name that just left? He went to Miami. Armstead. Um, Toronto Armstead. Yeah, Tron Armstead. So a lot of people think they're going to go QB. I don't know how that's going to pan out, depending on who's still on the board. But for obvious reasons, they have to fill in that hole. So it's Trevor Penning. I took Tyler Linderbaum. So I think they would still go offensive line. But um, I think Linderbaum will be available, and that's the guy they'll they'll take. Um, I do have Penning in this mock draft, but I have him a few picks back. Um, I haven't seen much tape on Penning, to be honest. Um I know Linderbaum's pretty solid. He's out of Iowa, if I'm not mistaken. But Yeah, or like Northern Iowa or something. Yeah. I want to say his colors were like green and white and yellow. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to we'll have to see that. You guys will see the picture that pops up on the screen. But we we yeah. got Buns. But you think Tyler Linderbaum is Buns? Oh no, my bad. He went to Iowa. I'm thinking about Trevor Penning. Oh yeah, so. yeah. I'm going I'm going Tyler Linderbaum. I think he's a solid yeah. prospect. And in a draft that a lot of offensive linemen are needed. Um I feel like the Saints will unfortunately not unfortunately them resigning Jameis kind of told us what they thought. Um, yeah. So they'll ride Jameis out for another year, see what they got there. The second class, well, this class coming in 2023 is supposed to have a few quarterback prospects: Spencer Rattler, hoping yeah. to revive his career at South Carolina. Um, Caleb. Yuck. Is it Caleb? No, it's Bryce Young out of Bama. Should be leaving next year as well. Yeah. Um, I know everybody not really feeling DJ Iwagalele, but he will be coming out in this draft as well. I, I don't see reason for him to stay. Um, so That's true. They'll 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 have their pick at quarterback if Jameis kind of fails them this year. Um, and it seems like the Taysom Hill experiment is over, according to this new coach. So, um, you got to move on eventually. Like you can't keep on with these gimmicks. I agree, and he's not Sean right. Payton. He's not going to put him in the right positions. In my Humble opinion. So if I'm the Saints, I, I beef up that offensive line to see what I could get done with Jameis. Um, and hopefully, which pick did they have earlier? I said I was going to give you all Jameis. I had them taking Drake London earlier too. So an offensive Drake London, Michael Thomas, um, Alvin Kamara, maybe a second day running back. Uh, they still got Adam Troutman out there at tight end. And the UCF boy Traquan Smith, who's been up and down, they could they could do they could make a little bit of noise in that in that NFC South that outside of the Bucks are, are reeling. So, yeah, I had him taking O line, which leads to Pittsburgh. You want to start off with Pittsburgh? I'll go. Okay. I have okay. a quarterback that I have a lot of negatives to say about. 
That's Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati goes to Pittsburgh at spot 20. Um, I'm not a believer, man. I, <laughs> I'm an American Conference guy. I watch a lot of UCF games. So I've in turn watched a lot of the teams in the in the American Conference that that seem to win a lot. So I was watching a lot of Memphis and a lot of Cincinnati as well. Just kind of keep an eye on the competition. And he always reached me as a guy that was mediocre. Um, my eye, my eye test. Not saying I'm a I'm an analyst or anything, but when I watch him play, his speed didn't jump off the screen to me. His deep ball didn't jump off the screen to me. He's pretty accurate. Not asked to do a lot, but I didn't feel like he was that guy. And now there's been a lot of smoke picking up that this man is rising up a lot of people's boys because of his maturity and his ability to read a defense and his timing and all of that. And I'm just not seeing it. But I know Pittsburgh's probably going to use that 20 pick on whatever quarterback's available. So if Sam Howell ends up there, I expect him to go back into the first. If by some act of God Malik Willis falls down the, the draft board, which I don't really see that happening anymore. Um, He's not falling. Yeah, I see him going there as well. If Kenny Pickett is available, they'll take him. Literally, pick 20 is quarterback. If there's a way for you to bet what pick 20 will be on any betting service, you could bet quarterback. That's what's going to happen at pick 20 for Pittsburgh. And unfortunately, I feel like it's going to be Desmond Ritter for him, which you as a Bengals fan would love that pick. Oh, no, I'm in love with that pick. And once again, we have the same person going at 20 with Desmond Ritter. You lying. I'm reading a lot of reports that – Pittsburgh actually likes him, but same with you. I don't see it. Like, I don't want to knock the man's hustle or grind. I just don't see it. And it makes me mad because all these analysts are like, oh, he has, like, accuracy. He's mature. Like, he deserves to be in the first round. But none of that love was given to Lamar Jackson. Facts. Who was a Heisman winner, who was known for being good. And it's just like, nah, he can't play quarterback. Like, but then this guy comes around mediocre as hell. And he's just the answer. So I know the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to take a quarterback now, and that's what I was praying for. So I like to take the man up above, first and foremost. <laughs> but they're going to dig themselves a bigger hole into their franchise. That's what I'm really here for. So it's either Desmond Ritter at 20. Oh, Desmond Ritter at 20. Or they're going to trade up for a quarterback, depending on if they can get a good deal, honestly. Because there's a lot of teams looking to trade back early on, since they do know a lot of team needs are like QB receiver, they can take advantage of that, get some more assets and then take who they're going to take the whole entire time. You know? Yeah. I agree with you on that point. Um, speaking of trading back, there's been reports that we've been trying to take calls for the number one pick as a Jags fan, <laughs> yeah. um, which key point we've been trying to take calls because no calls have been coming in for the number one pick, which further solidifies my, my point that there's no, the guy in this draft, just saying. Yeah, I've been seeing some stuff. Like, I saw this weird mock trade, but the only way someone trades to one is to draft a quarterback. And if that were to happen, that quarterback is Malik Willis. Facts. Like, only answer. Um, so. So. See, that's why I was so glad last year when every team in front of us forced those quarterbacks mm-hmm. and just chase fell into our hands. You know, it's just. Easy money sometimes. It's wor- easy, money. easy money works out, man, you know. So I want to lean on this pick, the New England pick at 21. Uh, linebacker is one of their big team needs. Um, I know if Cade tunes into this, I'm not sure if Cade will tune into this, but we were talking, and Nicobe Dean out of Georgia, very athletic linebacker, young linebacker, and I feel like he would fit the Pats mantra very well, um, be a hell of a pick for the Patriots, who are trying to um, kind of – make their their defense filled with more youth they have a lot of aging prospects on the defense they lose a jc jackson 
Um, they lose a Stephon yeah. Gilmore. They're in a full rebuild on that defensive side almost, in my, in my humble opinion. And based on their prospects on drafting first-round receivers, which is not often, and the last guy that they did that with has been a complete flop. I'm not going to say it's solely his fault, though. I'm still – What's that? That one boy? Um, yeah, Nikhil Harry, who got drafted over, I think, what, DK Metcalf? Almost everybody, to be honest. He got drafted pretty I, I, early. Either him or A.J. Brown. Either way, it was a flop. Yeah, he got oh, drafted yeah. over both of them because he went in the first round. Um, oh, yeah. There it is. My bad. But – I don't think it's solely his fault. I feel like if he ends up in a different situation, I just knew the New England Patriots offense wouldn't sit, wouldn't fit his his strengths, right? So we'll Correct. see what happens to him. But I feel like they won't make that mistake again, reaching for a receiver in the first round. Because one, a lot of these guys are raw prospects, and the guys that are not, mm-hmm. I don't think the Patriots are going to fall in love with that type of player for their offense. So they'll stick with the defense. They'll go to Kobe Dean and try to get like their captain in the first round for that defense. It's facts. So for my 21st pick, the Patriots are going to select the same man, N'Kobe Dean. That's who I have as well. Did you um, sneak, makes too much did sense. You sneak um, into my house and take my mock draft? You know mine's on paper. No, man. We're just – we're up here today. We're on the same wavelength, baby, and it's that's how we're supposed to be, you know? Facts. I just – I'm going to have to start making some bets because if we both believe this, some money to be made. For real, at this back end especially. You know it's one bet that – not to get off topic, but you know it's one bet I've been seeing? What? Over, under on seven and a half offensive linemen to be drafted in the first round. I feel like that's an easy under. Or am I tripping? What? Easy under? Yeah, it's only that negative 130 for the, for the under. Yeah, I'm going to take that. That's like free Remind money. Miami draft night to do that. But, yeah, I'm taking that. Yeah, that was wild to me. Like, what? But, okay. Back back on topic, though. Why are you lighting a Kobe Dean to the Pats? Because he's um he comes from a championship caliber school. He knows what work has to be put in in order to get the outcome that you want. You know, like that Georgia D was serious. And he was, the in my eyes, the leader of all those prospects who are going to get drafted. I can't wait for that 30 for him. 30 when they do, um, like, the fastest defense in history. Dog, yeah, that thirty is gonna be sick. But I didn't believe Bama until the or not Bama, but Georgia until they played Bama. I was like, dog, like they're just on a whole nother level versus Bama. And I've never seen any college team like that besides LSU squad, who's also getting at Facts. thirty for they thirty. Will definitely get but, best receipt, yeah, best best offense in college history. But yeah, he led that unit to a national championship. He has all the intangibles. I think his biggest strength might be his mentality about the game and just how he approaches it and for the Patriots I feel like that's just a match made in heaven honestly it's just it makes too much sense for them to pass up on him especially if he falls to 21 he in my opinion deserves to be top 15 but it's just positional need you know that's a fact and of course there's been some hype with other of his um Georgia teammates um a la Trayvon Walker who's being unfortunately, even hyped up to the number yeah, one isn't pick. Yeah, like Jordan Davis Yeah, too. Jordan Davis, that speed, um, yeah. generational combine for a defensive lineman. So, yeah, the hype the hype has gotten real for a lot of his teammates, so that's why he's going to slip to the back end. But whichever team scoops him up in the back end of the first, you're doing yourself a favor for sure. Um, I'm going to let you go first Facts. this time. Green Bay right, Packers. So we're not going to match picks this time. I got um, – I can't even spell his name. Chris Olave, Olave, I don't know how to say it, receiver. Ohio State, falls to Green Bay. Their trade works out. They, they get a receiver that is decent enough for their offense, but obviously it's no Devontae Adams. And please don't expect any receiver they draft to mimic him in the Facts. slightest. You're going to be let down. I'm telling you now, don't do it. Um, 
great for like fantasy or drafts for like dynasty, you know, um, build upon that. But still a rookie is going to have to take some time to learn the game from a professional standpoint. It's going to get exposed a lot. But I do think over the course of the year with how the Packers offense is towards playoff time, he should be like significantly better than what you saw the first few weeks, you know. I like that pick, but you know, I had I had Chris Olave going earlier for the for the Chargers playing defense by playing offense. But I do have a wide receiver out here um, that is kind of everybody's darling in this draft. Well, actually, he's lost a lot of his his shine lately. But Traylon Burks out of Arkansas, I have him going to okay. the Packers at this pick. Um, I've seen comps all the way from AJ Brown, mini AJ Brown, all the way down to Lavishka Chenault, and. <laughs> The one more accurate, yes. Yeah, the the <laughs> yes. one argument I will give is yes, his biggest strength is gonna be um yards after catch. He's not a route specialist by any means. He's an athletic kind of player. Catch bubble screens, takeoffs. But we also have to kind of see how he was used in college, right? Um yeah. that team isn't predominantly a passing team. They didn't have a quarterback that airs it out. So we really don't know what we're kinda gonna expect out of him. When it comes to, you know, over-the-top passes, uh, back shoulder catches on the sideline, we don't know anything, really. He's kind of a mystery, and that's part of part of the allure because they see the size, they see the athleticism, they see what he was able to do yards after catch for Arkansas, a team that doesn't pass the ball that much. And it's like, what will we do if we pair him in a good offense? Now, mm-hmm. for his benefit, because his stock is dropping like it is, all these picks at the back end of the first would be best-case scenario for him to succeed, right? We're looking at the Arizonas, the Dallases, the Buffalo, Packers twice, Kansas City twice, Cincy, right? Um, even the Titans, yeah. who are looking to possibly move off of A.J. Brown, they might see him as a replacement. Um, Pittsburgh, New England, eh, I don't like it for, for wide receivers, but they're back there, right? All these teams at the back end yeah. are teams with talented offensive coaches, talented quarterbacks, and if there's a place where he'll be able to succeed, these are the landing spots. So for him... It's yep. it's the best area for him to land, in my opinion, um, back here. And the pack would be good because we know Aaron Rodgers is going to be there for at least, what, four more years with the deal he signed? Um, three yeah. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, right. So that would be a good – I'm not going to say replacement because, again, nobody replaces Devontae Adams. But Just can't. I think it will be a good yak, yak yardage type of player. And if he reaches his prime potential, we're looking at a really solid receiver at the back end. If he flops, then we just run it back. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that the, the Packers have flopped on wide receiver prospects. It's true. Very true. Do you see that happening for the Packers? They're going to take a receiver either way, so it depends on who falls to them. So who you got going to Arizona? Because I would have I mocked him to Arizona if I didn't have him going to the Packers, so... I want to hear. We're obviously oh, I, not going to pick. We're not going to agree here either, because I have your boy Trevor Penning, which you're you're trying to talk me off of. I haven't seen much of his tape, so I can't speak. But I have Trevor Penning offensive line to Arizona, so let yeah. me hear yours. Go check that out. Let me know. So for the Cardinals, I do have Traylon Burks going there because they're going to draft a receiver. Um, AJ Green only playing one more year. Facts. I want to say, yeah, they got D-Hop, but D-Hop has injury issues. It's just a fact at this point. Can't stay on the field. And we all I know they lost honestly Christian believe, Kirk. We all know yeah, they, they did lose Christian Kirk, Kirk, too. But D-Hop will play the whole season this year, 
quote me on that. He ain't getting hurt this year. He's going to have a monster year. He's going to restate himself as the best receiver in the league, and you're welcome. But they will go with the receiver. It's going to be Traylon Burks. And honestly, I don't really like him too much. Based off the film I see, like, I understand your points with, like, yeah, he played in Arkansas. The system's not the same. But even his highlights, like, the only highlight I really like, I want to say there's two of them against the um, Bama that yeah, he had he, like, two pretty decent plays. Yeah, when he outran the defense. I'm like, that's cool and all, but it's like, other than his size and his build, like, just as, like, a receiver, I don't think he's that good, like, even to be in talking in the first round. A lot of mocks had him, like, top 15. I would throw up a little bit in my mouth every time I read his name. (laughs) But, like, back in the draft, it's worth it because it's risk-reward. You know, like, he could pan out and be great, or, like, he couldn't. But, like, you're using a a late first-round pick. Who cares? Like, it's – I think he's proved himself enough for that. But I don't expect too much, especially in the first year. Um, if he goes to Arizona, it'll be a lot easier for him to adjust. You do got Rondell Moore, AJ Green, D Hop. Those are that's a good ass receiving core. Like you add him to the mix, takes a lot of pressure off of him. That's great. But if he's forced into a receiver one role or even a potential receiver two role too soon, he's gonna struggle and it's gonna show. And everyone's gonna swear he's a bust. But like, just give him some time. I think over time he'll be decent. But I don't see like this. AJ Brown comparison like he's a monster and I saw that at Ole Miss I don't I don't see this with Traylon Burks you know I agree that a number one receiver spot would definitely shoot his confidence that's why I feel like landing in Arizona or Dallas or Buffalo or Tampa all of those spots he's going to be wide receiver three or you know fighting for wide receiver two with a very legitimate one there. So, like, actually, no. In Dallas, yeah. there won't be a very legitimate one. There's the guy that they think is a legitimate one, which I'm still a little bit hesitant on. Yeah. CD's a one. Let's chill out now. CD's a one. We haven't seen him in that role, like, successfully. You're right. I'm we not worried. even the talent. I'm, but I'm like, not worried. He's not confirmed. Like, Mike Evans is a confirmed one. I don't like him as, like when I watch him play, but he's a confirmed one. Right? Stefan Diggs, confirmed That's, one. Yeah. And my boy Gabe is two. Don't sleep. Yeah, but this is his first year being a one. And like they all have their first years of being a one. I just have the utmost confidence in him and I'm really not worried to be honest. He's gonna produce. Well, yeah, I'm He's saying if you stack that team, C D would be the one. But yeah. it's not like a guy who's been a one for five to six years, you know what I mean? Um Yeah, right. This is year one of that though. Yeah. Yeah. Um I would love him to go to like one of those back teams. I just feel like the pack are gonna get stuck. Like when the Peck are at that position, if Olave was there, yeah, he gets taken. But I have Olave being gone, so is it Burks or Jamison Williams? Probably Burks um, for them. You know, for some guys, they lean Jamison yeah. Williams. Um, Jahan Dotson or Burks? Probably Burks, right? Christian Watson, super raw. I don't think he should be going to the first round, but he probably will. Watson or Burks? Probably Burks, right? So that was my thinking on that. Definitely thing. Burks. Yeah, I feel that. Um Okay. But yeah, we'll we'll lean into that Dallas team. We're talking about CD being the number one. Um, what do you feel they add back here? After I think they do exactly that. They take a lot of the pressure off of CD so he can shine even more. And they draft a receiver with George Pickens. Um, I think Ooh, he slips George to the first Pickens round. First round. Yeah, I think he slips in just because it's receiver mania. We just okay. had two receivers back to back um it's getting a little slim and they can't wait any longer so they're gonna have to make a decision i think it's gonna be pickens because um he did play on that georgia team he i think he's underrated as they talk about Traylon burks he should be in the same light honestly i don't know i don't see why not on 
I don't even know how to explain it, but you don't understand why the hype is built so much for the Burks, and then you said what? You don't know why the hype is like built so much for Burks, and then kind of fell off for a guy like George Pickens. Yeah, like they make it seem like they're just such so far off as prospects, and I don't see that. I see it. Um, it's not equivalent. I mean, I wouldn't even be mad at taking Pickens over Burks. The only thing with Burks is the potential. So it's like I feel like his ceiling's way higher, but currently it's like three A, three B. Like, don't really matter. I'm with you on the wide receiver pick for Dallas because, of course, they let Amari Cooper walk. Um, they give him away yeah. for a bag of chips. And then we have Michael Gallup, who they're hoping will be ready by first day, but we don't know. Um, they lose Cedric Wilson as well to Miami, which yeah. sounds like it's nothing crazy, but um, that's something to keep an eye out for. He was playing rotational minutes with them, especially with the injuries. Um, one of my sneaky picks – I know I always bring it back to fantasy, but one of my sneaky stashes um, to, to kind of keep an eye out for, especially if they don't take anybody first round, um, go scoop up Simi Fajoko off of the waivers. That was one of the guys they, they drafted last year out of Stanford. They really loved his tape. And um, a lot of dynasty darlings had him as kind of like their, their sleeper to kind of stash on your, your uh, taxi squad. But if they don't draft a wide receiver the first two days, go 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 lock up uh, Simi Fajoko because he's he'll probably start the season off as wide receiver too, if Michael Gallup isn't. Yeah, is he light skinned Yeah, like light skin, long hair. Yeah, don't care. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he's solid. Yeah, so he's somebody to look he's, up. He's worth if they a pick don't up. Draft. But I do have them drafting somebody who will also need some time to heal, and that's Jamison Williams. Um, oh, nice, nice. I think the speed, the size. Um, the production he had at Alabama, I feel like that will speak to a guy like Jerry Jones, who's going to be upset that he missed out on Traylon Burks, who is an Arkansas guy. We all know um, Jerry Jones graduated from Arkansas, so he would have loved to put that guy in the, you know, the the Dallas star on the helmet. But he's going to stuck. He's going to be stuck, kind of having to scramble and, and reassess which wide receiver could could fill in that void. And he's going to go with Jamison Williams. Yeah. Um, he's going to need some time to recover from the injury, but he won't be asked to play a number one role. Speed, height, skill, um, jump ball, catchability. I think he'll be a solid fit next to CD and Michael Gallup, and they pretty much just retool. Um, but I definitely feel like he'll be a wide receiver pick here. Oh, easily a wide receiver pick. It's just best off the board who they have ranked higher on their draft board, you know? Exactly. Stacks, though, will be a receiver. So Buffalo, and if you want me to start with Buffalo, um, I feel like they the same idea, best running back off the board. But lucky for them, they're going to be taking the first running back off the board with Brees Hall. Ooh, you think Um, they go? They you think they go RB in first round? They have to. Um, They have a late second round pick, and Brees isn't making to that second pick unless they trade up. And Kenneth isn't making it to their second pick, so they're going to have to choose between one of those two here and now. And it's going to be Brees Hall. I feel like Isaiah Spiller's been Um, getting some buzz. It's like, yeah, same situation. It's like, at least with those two, I don't really see too much of a difference. I actually don't like either of them too much. Sorry to say. I'm starting to like them a lot more. Don't get me wrong. I used to think they were buns. But after the combine, I think Brees, like, all right. Yeah, like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more a little bit. enthralled with Brees than I am with anybody else in the running back class right now. Um, just yeah. based on how he kind of blew the doors off the combine athletically. Uh, exactly. But I do have questions about at a pack. Not a pack at a Big Twelve school, Iowa State. 
the production was decent, but not nothing crazy. Like Jonathan Taylor exactly went bananas at Wisconsin, right? Um, Najee's not the same type of guy athletically, but it was head and shoulders above the SEC, right? Um, yeah, it's not like Iowa State had elite weapons on the outside or anything to really sweat at. Um, maybe you could say they keyed in on him, but he wasn't averaging more like a ton more rushing yards than his backfield mates. Like, there's a guy I, I pay a lot of attention to on YouTube. I might send you a link. He breaks down, like, okay. running back statistics crazy. And, like, he has run rate in in, um, in comparison to other backfield mates, um, in comparison to how boxes are loaded compared to his backfield mates. Like, a ton of stuff. And um, he has decent statistics where that is concerned, but there's question marks. Like, with all the running backs in this class, there's no, like, head and shoulders of course. guy. But – First round capital, if he gets that, he has to be the one on one in your rookie drafts if it's even a question. Like I would say single quarterback one on one, which for sure, but in even in double, like in, in super flex, you kinda have to lean with him because the quarterback prospects are so shoddy. Yeah, I mean, even with him, I don't think he's the sure one for one. I hate drafting off a situation like, oh, he went to Buffalo, they need a running back, he's one on one. That's the shit that happened C-H. with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And yeah, we all know what happened with that. So But I feel like he I actually has a good athletic talent, profile you know? though. I mean, yeah, after the combine, yeah, but when I go back to his film, it's just like there's nothing like extra special on it. It's just I will say he it. doesn't blow like, the doors okay, off you know on exactly what you're ten getting. plus yard runs. He doesn't have like huge yeah. breakaway breakaway runs. He's kinda like a chain mover, have, but I feel like that's like almost everybody in this class. Yeah, like, give him a hole. He'll get you the most that he can. Like, And I expect nothing more. If it's a six-yard run, you might get seven. But when I look for a running back in the first round with the Jonathan Taylor, like the Najee Harris, they'll turn that six-yard run into a 14-yard gain, into a, like, to something electric like that sparks the offense, prospects. you know? Like, yeah, like, they're known for that. They've been doing that their whole career. So not to say that he hasn't done that on, like, a consistent level, but that's what you expect from a first-round pick, especially at running back, you know? Um, think about it. Players like Joe Mixon, Dalvin Cook, who were crazy in college, both fell to the second round. So it's like you see like that type of talent and what they did, and then you see players like this get what they should have deserved, and it's just like that's what irks me. It's like, come on, don't make sense. I won't agree with but you. But they're going to they're going to be forced really, to do that though, because I feel like it's going to be day two for the first running back. Um, okay. I do agree that that's the landing spot, though. Like, if he goes first round, it has to be Buffalo. I'm looking at everybody Any else place? on the board. Tampa's not going to make that mistake. Um, I don't see anybody on this board making that mistake. Uh, I mean... I've heard uh, through the grapevine, Kansas City. Rec- I'm thinking only two possibilities are Kansas City and the Buccaneers. And that's about it. I don't see Buccaneers spending first round capital on... On that, uh, I think, not to jump ahead, but I think they lean offensive line because they, they lost an offensive lineman to retirement, didn't they? They lost one to retirement and one to the almost defending Super Bowl champion Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I like how you worded that. Um, but, yeah, I feel like they lean offensive linemen, not to skip ahead. But I see Kansas City trying to yep. rectify the fact that they went with um, a cute pick instead of all the signs ahead of them on everybody's board they had jonathan taylor or swift one and then jonathan taylor or swift two 
and then CH was like the third or fourth best back off the board. And for some reason, Kansas yeah. City was like, oh, nah. Bump all the analytics and the tape. We're just going to be like, oh, he caught the ball well with LSU. Let's throw him yeah. a first-round pick and skipped over JT and DeAndre Swift. Um, Sick. I know. Crazy. Sick. But um, I can see them rectifying that pick. Uh, me, personally, Buffalo, I feel like they're going to go out and they're going to not reach – but get a very skilled receiver out of Penn State, uh, Jahan Dotson. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. Elite wide receiver, great with his hands, good route runner, actually a route specialist. They're going to put him next to the speed of Gabriel Davis, speed and size of Gabriel Davis, um, who does well with his routes. I mean, he took Mike Hughes' ankle, some UCF on UCF crime, in the AFC championship, well, <laughs> AFC semifinal game, um, when yeah. Bananas in the playoffs kind of showed to the world his talent. Bananas. Um, Stefan Diggs re-signed for a big deal. He's going to be there for a while, I feel like, tethered to that Josh Allen uh, production. And then you add Jahan Dotson to replace your Cole Beasley production, even though they did sign Jamison Crowder in the offseason. Um, I feel like Jahan Dotson will get some field time for sure. And that offense retools their wide receiving core, and they go for it again. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I forgot they lost Cole Beasley, though. Did he retire, or did he go to another team or a free agent? They just didn't re-sign him, and Cole Beasley hasn't signed anywhere yet, so it's very possible he comes back on like a cheap minimum vet deal or something, but he said his goodbyes and everything on social media. So, um, it- Yeah, that happened after the draft. Once teams have like a clear outlook on their rosters, you know, he'll get scooped up. Yeah, you got guys like Julio waiting for post draft too. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see where he lands. He's older. Yeah, Julio. You got Jarvis. You got. Um, I don't even think OBJ signed yet. Did no, he? OBJ is still holding out too. So, um, a lot of these guys are gonna be interesting to see who lands where, and then where they decide to you know take their talents. Yes, sir. Free agency 2.0. Now I'm ready for it. That's a fact. And we got Tennessee, who has been in the news. A lot of these third year going on fourth year receivers. Um, are looking for the bag. And I would like to say, I've been seeing it on social media a lot, so I'm not going to take the full credit, but the Jags and what they did with Christian Kirk created chaos, right? They paid Christian Kirk this crazy contract, and then all these guys who have doubled the production of Christian Kirk are getting a quarter of the bag, and they're like, ain't no way. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, ain't no way. we kind of you know, threw the pebble out and created the ripple effect of all these players wanting more money now, creating the Debo trouble, creating the DK trouble, creating the Terry McLaurin trouble, creating the AJ Brown trouble, which I just want to say, like three of those four dudes all have the same agent. So that boy trying to get paid too. Right. <laughs> them, them boys saw his contract and said, I'm not showing up to OTAs. Like, it ain't happening. What? Christian Kirk getting <laughs> like, four years, 72 guaranteed? Guaranteed? That boy ain't had I'm a thousand good. yards. Is I'll chill at the crib if that's what they pay. Like, you're right. Like, I would because think of if they do that, like, oh, let me show up to work to OTAs and they get injured. Guess who's not getting that back? Facts. Man? You know who's still getting that back? It's, it's business. <laughs> he getting that back. It's business. Like, uh. it's business for these players, too. So, y'all don't take offense when they don't show up to OTAs because they got to get paid. And y'all know one injury and it's, it's over. They got to make sure they're guaranteed, make sure their families are guaranteed, make sure their situation is guaranteed. These owners ain't hurting. And then you move. They're going to be okay. Right? Be Pay me. But I would like to shout out the Jags if that was like the underlying effect. Like, yeah, let's pay somebody who's <laughs> mediocre and just make all these teams lose their number one receivers. Right? 
you might have you might have big brained it a little bit. You might have big brained it a little bit. But I feel like the Titans, yeah. with all the issues going on with AJ Brown, which I'll make a bet on on camera right now if Chris wants to make a bet. At least be here. one of these four guys are gonna get traded draft day. Well, during the draft process. And most likely first day of the draft. Either Debo, so four guys, DK, okay. AJ Brown, okay. or Terry will be on a different roster by the end of the first day of the draft. I think the only people that are actually able to during that would be Debo and AJ, only because the Seahawks are so hopeful for um, Mayfield. And I do believe they're going to draft a quarterback. Um, and then who else? Terry's not leaving. Let's be honest. Terry not Here's leaving. my thing. If they're hopeful for Mayfield, just get him. He's cheap as crap right now. Like, what are we talking about? Are they just waiting to see if they'll be able to draft a quarterback? Because I feel like Mayfield's, of course, Mayfield's, like, situation will be definitely set in stone by day two of the draft. Because I feel like teams will be like, ah, we didn't get our guy. Right? Because I could even see Detroit Detroit making a play for Mayfield if they don't get somebody they want in the draft. If it's pick 32 and they're left with Carson Strong out of Nevada, they'll make a play for Mayfield, you know? More proven than Goff, but... Yeah, but for some reason, I don't. This is not me. I would trade for him because that's an easy fix. But a lot of teams want to get the best value possible, and a lot of them are waiting for the Browns to release him so they don't have to give up anything to acquire him. AKA Same the, thing the Bengals AKA did the Steelers. when we got when we got Buddy from the Cowboys. Like we could have traded for him. They wanted like a second, late third, but we waited for him to get released, test the waters, and we just trusted in ourselves. You know, facts. And look what we ended up with. So. I feel like the Seahawks feel like they have a strong chance of getting him if he's released. I think I read another team that said the same thing. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, they said, they said next day they would sign him if he's released. So it's like it's not like they don't want them. They just want him under certain circumstances, you know? Fact. He should have um, been moved before the, the, the Watson deal was confirmed. That was bad play on them, but hey. Yeah, they lost all their leverage. Um, I don't even know why they're fighting Baker. Like, Baker told them he wanted a trade, and they're like, no. And then they signed Deshaun Watson. So it's like, you just look even shittier now. Like, come on. You're already the Browns. You're not supposed to look like shit, too. <laughs> at least look a little better than that. Make fun of them boys. Um, upon looking at this mock in my hand right now, I went paper again. That's why I've been looking off screen. Sorry, guys. Nice, nice. But I have, like, six wide receivers over these eight picks. <laughs> I think it's going to be wide receiver mania. But Titans, I got them taking Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. Um, Yuck. Very raw prospect, but so was A.J. Brown in a lot of people's eyes. I will not compare him to A.J. Brown, but he's 6'4", a burner, um, has been used out the backfield, um, has dropped issues, but, I mean, just a very raw talent. And I feel like they'll take that to the bank and be like, hey, we'll work with what we got. And there's teams that are really interested in signing Christian Watson. So, again, playing a little bit of defense by playing offense. You know, take the person off the board so your team, the teams that you're going against can't get them. So that's my pick at Facts. Titans. At 26? Is it, is it my turn? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? So yes. I have them taking best remaining on the board who somehow was projected top 15. I never saw it. But George Karlaftis, buddy from Purdue, I want to say. Who? He's going to get taken here. Yeah, exactly. Who? Um, They just... It's positional need. They need edge. Um, he was supposed to be top 15. I hope he really shows that, but I didn't see it, to be honest. But they're going to take him here. Um, 
I just feel like that's just point blank period. You just take best off the board and just call it a good night, you know? You go into day two pretty confident, getting one need out the way. Instead of, like, I feel like your pick is more of a reach when, like, you do have a position that you're in need and he is, quote-unquote, the better prospect. I don't see a problem with either pick because I really don't think he's that good. But based off analytics and, like, whatever they have on their board, I think it's this guy, um, George Carl Lapalatis. Yeah. The whole back half of my draft is reach. My, the, you could call it Taco Fall. It's like 7-3 <laughs> reach. Like, all of these guys yeah, should not be yeah. getting drafted first round. But I feel like some of really? them make sense. I have one that I really love coming up uh, for Kansas City. And some of them is just like, bro, it's a receiver, and they're going like hotcakes. We need to get us one, right? Yeah. Um, Tampa, I have taken an offensive lineman, Zion Johnson, out of uh, Boston College. Um, yeah, Boston College guard. He's nice. Yeah, I think, you know, get Brady back, protect him. That's pretty much what it is. Um, if Brady didn't come back, they probably would have leaned a different direction. But Brady's back. So if we have Brady, we need to put competent offensive linemen around him so he can do his thing. Ain't no dual threat back there. That boy is probably – How are, can you be less than a single threat? Because he's not a dual threat, and I wouldn't even count him a single threat. I feel like it's half threat and it's just mind. Brady wins on mind power. Like, the man's just goaded that way. So – He's out there playing chess. Everyone else there playing football. For real. So, like, I feel like they protect him, get Zion Johnson, and move on with, with life, you know? Yeah. Well, I have them going a different direction. What you just said made sense, and I wish I had that, like, in my head when I was making my list because I probably would have went the same direction. Um, but I have them taking Daxon Hill from Michigan, the safety, because okay. they did just lose Jordan Whitehead to free agency, so that is positional need. Um Defense wins championships. We all know this. So you got to sure that up. I know the line is important, but we both saw what happened to them against the Rams in the playoffs, and I feel like that hurts, you know? But those Cooper Cup over the shoulders are going to mean something with this 27th pick, you know? That's fair. That's fair analysis. And, of course, I'm saying protecting Brady, but how long do they have Brady? Reports are showing that there might be some back alley deals going on where Brady becomes minority owner of the Dolphins and then, you know, finds a way out to go to to Miami to start, especially if Tua fails this year. And then Sean Payton comes out of retirement to coach him. I don't know. A lot of of conspiracy theories. Whose fever dream was that? That's not happening. I know. A lot of conspiracy theories, but I don't put nothing past nobody (laughs) these days. So. All right. I mean, you're right. If that's the plan, maybe they don't need to protect Brady like that, right? Maybe they just go out there and they do address that secondary. That bro, they signed Richard Sherman, <laughs> and pretty much they signed a coach because he was years past his prime because they felt like he'd be able to assist in some way, right? If that's what your secondary yeah. looking like, you might need to go out there and reach and get somebody to help your secondary. Um, but. Leading into Green Bay, I feel like they doubled down on wide receivers. Sky Moore, it will be their next pick. Um, they took one of the more raw prospects in, in a guy like Traylon Burks, and Sky Moore is a little bit more polished. Um, a little bit of a reach, I feel, maybe, but shoot, wide receivers. But you know what's my next pick? Another wide receiver. So they're just going to take the best wide receiver off the board and just double up on those picks because Aaron's going to be very involved in the draft this year. And if I'm Aaron, I'm like, you let Devontae Adams – well, not let, but we tried to keep Devontae Adams. He wanted that big deal. Just get me guys until I can find someone I could trust. So don't be surprised if the first three Packer sure. picks are wide receivers. So, yeah, I'm going Sky Moore. Next pack pick. All right. So I got the packs going on the other side of the ball. They got the receiver that hopefully sures everything. But they go with Boy Math. Don't know if that's right. He's an edge from Minnesota. Um, you got comes edge from a system. in the first. 
because that's our team needs, man. And that's what Cincinnati's going to eat off of all these team needs. But <laughs> he comes from a 4-3 defense. Packs run a 4-3 defense. They need an edge. Um, makes sense. He has, I think he had a decent combine. I mean, he ran a 4-5. He had 38-inch vert. You know, so he's pretty explosive. Nothing crazy. But back in the draft, I think it's a solid pick. Makes sense for both parties. And he's a day one player that will understand the system and know how to thrive within it. He's just got to get used to playing at the pro level. And after that, we'll see, you know? I like it. I like it. Um, Kansas City, who you got? All right, let me get let me get the first Kansas City pick. I got, um, how do you pronounce his first name? His last name, Dotson from Penn State. Oh, Jahan but, Dotson. Ja- yeah, Jahan Dotson. I have him going there. Uh, they need receivers, obviously. They signed Juju. Cool beans. He's nice, but he ain't nice enough. Uh, they have McCold Hardman. I like him, but clearly something is there where he's not. He can't catch, I Chris. Thought. Stop liking fast players that can't there catch. There it is. We're doing yeah, it again. Speed. We're doing I it again. I am a track and field star. Henry I like Ruggs track. I like speed. Can't catch. You know, Henry Ruggs was good. Hardman Henry Ruggs was catch. good. They're fast. They can't catch. Okay, well. You're going to get a receiver that can catch. He's really nice. I think he should be on a lot higher in people's boards. Like, I have him easily over Burks, but you know, I just I don't know nothing. But, like, from a receiving standpoint, his routes are crisp. Yeah. Like, I like I like him as a receiver, and that's what they need. The Chiefs just want someone that can run routes, and they'll tell him where to go, exactly how to do it, and they're going to produce because it's the Chiefs, you know? It's a system. should be that easy. And I think he's a perfect system player to plug in for that. should be that easy. Um, I got Jalen yeah. Tolbert. Uh, another wide receiver that's been picking up a lot of steam. Decent wide receiver, great athlete. Jalen Tolbert. Go check out the film. Go check out the film. I do have Jalen Tolbert. Um, unfortunately, uh, I, okay. I feel like it would be a bit of a reach. But again, okay. these wide receivers are flying. So if they don't take him now, that's true. he'll be gone. All right? And with their yeah. second pick, Spacks. I got a heavy hitting corner. I think he played corner. I might be tripping. I don't watch many UF games. Pretty sure he's a corner. I know all the UF dudes in the chat are going to be what? mad at me. Elam? But Kair Elam. Col- yeah, he's a corner. Yeah. He's nice as hell, too. He like, was like nice. a top 15 projected nice. guy. And then he played another year, nice. played well again, and then fell out the top 15. Like, how does that happen? I guess Florida wasn't good, but he was still a monster. And he hits hard. And he plays good cover yeah. defense. So I feel like Kansas City is yeah. going to be like, let's shore up the defensive side. We're probably going to lose Tyron Matthew. Let's get somebody else in here who's a headhunter. And they're going to go with Kyrie Elam a little bit early because he's been going second round projected. So That's facts. Um, they have him ranked like third or fourth right now, which um, I actually haven't taken a DB two, just a higher ranked one, quote unquote, Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson. Okay, but I like both prospects. If my opinion, I think Elam is better. Um, I like his size. I like his length with his arms. He has his speed. With Booth, he is a little bit more of a raw prospect, but like he has a high ceiling as well. You can't really go wrong with either. But if I had a preference, I would go with Elam. Not gonna lie. I like it. I like it. Um, since he 31st pick, since you know they were second in the Super Bowl, so yes, sir, yes, sir. Let me go first this time. Who you got? Who you got? Um, so I'm gonna give you an alternate choice because I know who the Bengals are gonna pick. They're going to go with Elam if he is on the board. We do need a DB, but for this draft sake, I am going to go with best available on the board, and that's Tyler Lindenbaum. Um, he's gonna solidify our offensive line. He's gonna gonna be top five line. If he drops that far, we're scooping him up. I don't think he drops that far because he is, I want to say, top three or four lineman in the entire draft. Like it's, 
I don't know why he's not getting the same love as like all these other ones because he's nice. It's his short arms. That's why he's not getting the love. Yeah. But Jason Kelsey got short arms too. We know this. Mm-hmm. But if we get him top five line, easy money. But if he's not on the board, I really hope we don't push any other lineman pick because our D, our line is pretty solid as it is. But we need to go either D line or DB. And if Elam's on the board, money. So for my pick, I'm going with Tyler Lindenbaum based off my draft. Okay. I got Devontae Wyatt, defensive lineman. Um, just a little bit more. Where is he from? He's from Indiana, I think. I think so. Or Houston or something. Houston. It's definitely Houston. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was a white and red team. I'm pretty sure it's Houston. Uh, mm-hmm. They need a little bit of defensive line help, get more pressure on the opposing team's quarterback. We got Lamar coming back, hopefully with a vengeance and healthy. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to have another quarterback that's dual threat as of now, Mitch Trubisky, which <clears throat> I do have a little bit of faith in with him in a proper offensive system. Uh, with weapons. Their offensive line is dog shit terrible. He's yeah. going to be awful. They're going to bully the Don't offensive worry. line. That's where you also add that defensive lineman to sure up that you're bullying that offensive line. Um, Cleveland's going to yeah, have Yeah, we got Deshaun a secret Watson. weapon on the way, man. So. We got a secret weapon on the way. Last name Osai, first name Joseph. Okay. Out of Texas. That blew his ACL during training last year. Bruh is crazy. Just wait till you see him on the field. I'm excited. I ain't worried. I'm excited for y'all. I feel like it's going to be an oh, electric. I'm- um, an electric division to watch, and I do plan to do an AFC oh, North sure. podcast as well, probably two, because I'm going to do one for the YouTube channel with uh, my boy here, who's a Steelers fan as well. So we'll do like a double thing. But yeah, I think yeah. I think it's going to be an electric division to watch, and I'm excited to see what you guys add at 31 pick. But I'm going Devontae Wyatt, and to close out this first round mock draft video. All right, who we got? Who we got? Roger McCreary for the Lions, cornerback. Who? Roger McCreary. A running back? No, cornerback. Oh, cornerback. Yeah, cornerback. Okay. That sounds like who? Um, this is based on me thinking that Detroit reaches for their quarterback at two for Malik Willis, and then they're just going to pick other positional needs. Unfortunately, their high pick that they got out of Ohio – was it Ohio State? Pretty sure it was Ohio State. Jeff Okuda? Yeah. Yeah. He's been injury-ridden his entire career, which has been the length of, sure. what, three years, two years? I don't even know. I just know yeah. he's been on the bench. Um, they said he could get moved during the draft too for the right price. Possibly, which I'd take him for the Jags. Um, I'd take him for Cincinnati yeah, too. Oh, I, come on, I home. believe in the talent. I just He's injury prone, and that happens. Um, but I think they take Roger McCreary just to end out the first round. And then round two, we'll see the running backs start flying off the board. But I have no running backs in round one. Nice, nice. So for the last pick for the Lions, I would say they get an insurance policy on Goff, but that doesn't make sense logistically because. They got a second-round pick, and what, the Jags are in front of them? They're not drafting a quarterback. That's a fact. So they can just get them a little later. But they're taking Lewis, C-I-N-E, Kine, Klein. Oh, I don't Lewis, know how to say it. I think it's a, Louis Sign or Lewis, yeah. 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 Safety, he's nasty. Another just plug-and-chug player. They try to, um, I want to say, reprimand that pick with Jeff Akuda. I mean, like you said, they drafted DB. He's been injury-ridden. They still need DBs, so get best off the board. It's first-round talent. He's top 20 talent in the other draft, you know, but he's on that nasty Georgia defense that we're going to have a 30 for 30 Mm -hmm. about one day, and you're going to see why he was drafted in the first round. You know, I think he deserves a higher spot, but it's just positional need, you know. I was bouncing between him and McCreary, but um, I just feel like McCreary was higher ranked on quite a few boards, so I feel like they're going to go with those rankings over just what you see on tape, unfortunately. Um, I think we will be back. I'm going to get this on camera. Do you feel like we should hop back after the draft? and see what teams did compared to what we picked. I think that would be a great video. Yeah, I think if 
Um, I don't know if I work. I would like to do something live, at least for like the first ten picks, because those be are like important. That would be lit. Um, but yeah, like first initial reaction, like oh shit, you know. Yeah. So I might just do that for the crazy picks. But yeah, we should definitely recap after the draft what actually happened and how it if affects they the fumbled teams. the bag, if they like really hit on that pick, if okay. like oh, what the I, what you are you know doing? What? Like who's running this team? I have it better team by team. Of course, we'll do first oh, round, yeah. but then we'll do like a team by team. We'll do like the Jags because yeah. you know. We flop yeah, great at drafting. Amount, you know? We flop at drafting. So I'm excited to get into the breakdown of the Jags. Your team is now a playoff contender every year, should be, even in that division with the additional team that makes it. We'll go and see what you guys do in the draft. Hopefully we could get Otto on here to talk 49ers draft as well. I know a lot is going on in that organization with Debo trying to leave and them trying to get more picks <laughs> for him. So we got a lot to talk about, but we'll definitely do a draft comparison when that drops. And hopefully we can do something live when the draft's going on, at least first round. Sure. Because yeah, man, it's I... going to be electric. Um, I need to get my live situation set up. I know Chris got his whole setup over there. You can check him out on Twitch, too. I don't know if you're still streaming, but. I don't stream because my apartment complex hates me, and they've tried every way to take my internet. But <laughs> Fight for your they internet, can't stop guys. me, baby. That's the rule. They can't stop That's me. The rule. Fight for your internet. Um, I don't stream either, but it's because I'm bad at video games. But for all you new subscribers, <laughs> if you guys even tune into this video because y'all have not, we've been going crazy on a UFC video lately. So we've gained like 25 subscribers off of just a UFC vid. We got some UFC vid coming. We got some UFC vids coming. We're just waiting for Otto to get back on vacation, and then we'll get we'll get right back to it for you guys. But this has been yes, sir. Pick 17 through 32 with your boy Amal and your boy Chris. And let's see how many of these. AKA say less K. AKA Sales K. AKA Mr. Honestly, I got the I got the whole draft right if you ask me. So I mean if these teams are smart, they're gonna look at this video and be like, damn, we gotta rethink some things, you know. I got some but bad reaches in the back. Until next I'm time, excited. you know. You're right. two, man. What what's today? Saturday, so we got five more days. Five days till the draft, baby. <laughs> See y'all then.